Hello again, everybody, and welcome to The Last Word. My name is Dan Roberts, and I'm the publisher of The Vegas Voice, and our goal is to introduce you to all the people who have decided to run for elected office in the coming year. We have a very good one today, David Bolliger. Bolliger, thank you, who is the Republican candidate for the State Assembly, District 12. David, thank you so much for being here. Really well, thank you it. for having me. I appreciate it. You got it. I guess uh, let's start at the beginning. A little bit about yourself, who you are, what you represent, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, my name's David Bolliger. I was uh, born and raised here in Las Vegas. I'm a father of five, uh, two stepdaughters, 18, 16, and three boys, seven, four, and four. Uh, I'm an independent bread distributor in town. Uh, we delivered all the major grocery stores, Walmart, Smith's. Uh, there we're flowers. There's three major companies in town. I've been doing that for about 10 years now. Before that, I was a uh, uh, general manager of a restaurant chain in Washington. I ran uh, 25 restaurants up there. So it sounds like you are not a uh, professional politician. No, sir, I am not. I, I am just, I'm a working man. I'm out here uh, just trying to make ends meet every day. Uh, and I'm just trying to do my part. I'm ready to do my civic duty. Well, you know, and, and I either give you a lot of credit for it, to be honest with you, or I wonder about your, your psyche. <laughs> Why would anybody want to decide to throw their hat in the ring and run for office under these political circumstances? Well, uh, it, it's quite obvious, you know, like, like what's going on that uh, somebody needs to step up and do something. We have to tackle these issues. But my, my main purpose in this is my children. I look in their eyes and I think about the future they're going to face. And, and I just, I can't sit here still. I can't sit still. I have to do something. It's almost like you're physically harming my child, right. you know. And so I decided that, you know, I, I've had quite... I, I, you've seen the commentation I got, right? So mm -hmm. I've, I've had quite the little path here the past couple of years that's led me to this. And I just decided uh, I had a stroke a couple of years ago and uh, I ended up walking out of the hospital five days later. And um, I decided at that moment that I was going to uh, dedicate my life to community service. Well, and what we're going to do is we're going to post the commendation that, that we have on the camera. Tell us a little bit about that. How did you get it? What were the circumstances well, behind it? <laughs> I was just on my way to work. I was uh, heading down Boulder Highway. Uh, our bread depots on Westgate and mm -hmm. Arm, uh, or uh, Westgate and or Eastgate and Warm Springs. Right. And uh, I was going down Boulders a little past midnight, and a gentleman walked out in the middle of the road, and he was holding his stomach. And when I pulled over, he told me he got shot, and I wasn't thinking. I pulled over and hopped out with him. And when I called 911, they told me to apply pressure, and it was a moment. And then he uh, told me he was dying, and so I don't know how I remembered it, but I gave him his last rights right there. And... And it was a pretty neat story I, afterward. Well, it wasn't a neat story, but for a couple of days afterwards, it really bothered me. And I didn't know what to do with it. You know, I was like, you know, why was I there? And then, so I reached out to the family because it ended up being a justified homicide. And it felt horrible. Yeah, you know, I was sure. like, you know, somebody's going to tell their mother that their son died and then that he deserved it. Yeah. So I reached out to let them know that I wasn't mad at the son and I was with them. And so I ended up meeting the mother, and we're still friends to this day. Really? And yeah, and, and although it was a tragic moment, it, it, it taught me how to take a bad situation and turn it into a good situation. Mm -hmm. It taught me how a community can help each other. 
because over that two years, although she lost her son, um, we've remained friends, and I and I believe I helped her somewhat, and, and she helped me. Right. Yeah, you know, we still talk to this day, and it taught me just what we can do as individuals. You know, obviously, you can tell you're a caring individual. So, running for state assembly. What's it like being in the political arena? I mean, that's, that's uh, different. That's a whole different world than the... Well, I, I've, uh, I've worked with uh, uh, Senator Kerry Buck in her precinct uh, captain program. And mm -hmm. so, so I've, I've educated myself a little bit the past couple of years. I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to run yet, but I wanted to get familiarized with it. So uh, Senator Buck's been very kind and... and and kind of integrated me into right. the political arena a little bit. So I'm a little comfortable there, but uh, still a little, this is a little in my uncomfort and, zone, and, but and, it's, it's for, whole, for whole my community. Yeah, so. It's a whole different world, isn't it? Yeah, but it's worth it, you yeah. know, because this is for my community, it's for my children, it's for your children, and, and it's a worthwhile cause to me. Well, again, for the Vegas Voice readers, again, we're the senior magazine in Southern Nevada, what would you like them to know about you? I guess the main question is, seniors should vote for you because? Well, you should vote for me because a vote for me is a vote for you. I, I'm in the community. I'm going to give my heart and soul to the community, to you, to the children, to everything. I, I've got no vested interest. I, don't, I, I got $20 in my campaign budget. You know, this is all for the community. This is, I'm giving my heart and soul to this, and I promise to give my heart and soul to you and going up to well let's go this a little bit about your political positions what what would you favor people should vote for you besides the fact you're a nice guy you're not a career politician that's a big help right there are there any issues that you find particularly important that you'd like to address? Well, first off, 49th in the nation in the school district is unacceptable to me. Mm -hmm. With all the resources and everything they've been given, like if this was your business, and I gave, if this is my business and I gave you all these resources and you came back with me with 49th yeah. out of 50, you'd be fired. Sure. So uh, Dan White, I was at the pre-K Hire Summit uh, uh, event that, Senator Buck had and uh, Dan White has that initiative to break down school districts. Mm -hmm. So I'm really interested in that. I, I think that would be really beneficial. Uh, crime, uh, homelessness. Uh, I, I think with the homeless problem, I really think that we categorize it wrong. Really? Yes, I believe that we have a meth problem. And I think that as long as we, you know, I, yes, we have a big population of homeless that need to be addressed. But I would say the bigger problem is a math problem, which reaches its tentacles into everything. Mm -hmm. And so what we need to do, what, what one of my big deals is, is we need to support law enforcement. We need to get in these communities, start getting the drugs out of there. Get, and, 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 you know, number one, we got to stop paying for it. You know, like, like on the assistance and everything, right. you know. Like, I mean, there's a lot of people out there. We need to vet that. It doesn't mean kick people off, you know. Yeah. We need to vet that. We need to get those people out there and then take those funds and put them into rehab. Put them in, you know, so we can address the issue. But as long as we keep calling a homeless, you know, a homeless problem, then we're not labeling it correctly and we're not addressing the issue properly. You know, and, and in the time we have left, again, what, what we find, or I find very unique, is that you are not a career politician. I mean, you're just some, I want to say just some guy off the street who is caring about the community, and my hat's off to you for that. I really admire you for that. 
If people want more information, they want to volunteer, they want to contribute, because you only have 20 bucks, so you may not make it back, back home from here. How do they go about doing it? Well, I have my website. It's uh, davidbolliger2022.com. Uh, you're going to post that on there. I will post it. It should be. And you can also reach me at 702-517-2577. I am HR. I'm everything. So uh, you'll be contacting me uh, personally. And I would love to hear from you. And uh, you know what? In the time we have left, the number one thing that you want people watching this to know about you is what? Well, I'm, just, I, I'm a man who cares. I was born and raised in this community. My great-grandfather brought us uh, here when they built the dam. There's been a bolliger here ever since. Um, I, I, like I said, I care about this community. This community is given to me, and I'm ready to give back to my community. I, I can't stand still while we're getting steamrolled here. You know, uh, is it going to, can I do much? I don't know, but I, I want to stand up and I, I would like the rest of you to join me and stand up and just say enough. Well, you know what, let me ask you this question. It, it's funny how you mentioned that. In the few seconds that we have left, again, you're running on the Republican ticket. Yes. Uh, assuming you win, you go up to Carson City and you meet some Democrats. Are they the enemy? Are they people to work with? Is compromise a dirty word? How do, Compromise is not a dirty word. Uh, if it's good for the people of the state of Nevada, leave the politics outside and let's talk. It's about the people of the state of Nevada. It's, I, I think we have focused too much on political agendas and the politics. And that's one reason I'm doing the campaign the way I'm doing it is because I want to kind of leave the politics out of it. I want to get to the people. I, I want to let people, we're all in this together. Whether you're Republican, whether you're Democrat, Independent, whatever you are, we all live here. Reality's outside the door, and yep. we need to do something about it. David, I thank you so much for Thank you. Here. I appreciate you guys for uh, having me. We wish you all the best. And this is Dan Roberts for The Last Word reminding you that if you don't vote, you don't get a voice.